Don't fast forward, folks. This is not an ad, just a simple request from your friends at Dissecting the 80s. If you enjoy the show, take a minute, subscribe to us in iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get the show. And if you could also review us there, that would help us out a lot. It helps raise the profile of the show and helps us find new listeners. So, remember, rate and review Dissecting the 80s. Thanks. We gotta go back, Marty. Go to dissect the 80s. When the mega powers explode! I'm talking about the 80s. What they gonna do when Hulkamania runs wild on you? Mega Power Team. Welcome to a very special edition of Dissecting the 80s, one that has absolutely nothing to do with bad movies. I am one half of the Mega Podcasting Powers, Trip Lano. My tag team partner, Andrew, is not with us today, but instead sitting across from me is my mother, Lynn Lano. And uh, today we're talking about something, as I said, that has nothing to do with what we normally cover on this show. Uh, Mom was recently a finalist in... Perhaps the biggest cooking competition in the world. If not the biggest, then at least one of. And uh, we haven't had a chance to talk to it. And I said, well, we should record that forever. So if uh, that doesn't sound like it's your cup of tea, you're free to turn this off and wait for two weeks when we'll be back with your regularly scheduled programming. But I didn't want to leave you hanging with no episode this week. The uh, Andrew's in transition. So this is what you're getting instead of our normal things. So I think we should start at the beginning. What's the first thing you ever remember cooking? Oh my goodness. I think the very first thing I remember cooking was from a uh, junior, Fanny Farmer Junior cookbook. It was uh, a cake and it was just a one layer cake. I think it might've been called a lightning cake. And I made that. It didn't have any icing or anything, but it was just a, a simple cake. And that's the first thing I remember cooking. Is Fanny Farmer like a character from something? No, Fanny Farmer was uh, one of the first cookbooks published way back uh, probably the 1800s. It was oh, okay. a Fanny Farmer cookbook and this happened to be a, a small paperback called the Fanny Farmer Junior Cookbook. Okay. Yes. So so when did it start being the thing that you really like to do? Well, I started cooking dinners for my family when my mom went to work. My mom went to work when I was 13 and um, so she would leave instructions for, for dinner and I would start dinner and it got so that I enjoyed doing that and I, re- I, re- I remember specifically one time my mom coming home early and coming into the kitchen and like like she was going to start dinner and I remember it annoying me that she was in the kitchen isn't that weird yeah, I was yeah. probably like 14 or 15 and I I didn't want her in the kitchen while I was in there doing <laughs> doing what I was doing and I wasn't making anything like you know great but I just remember like get out of here I've got this <laughs> <laughs> well that's kind of cool yes um so yeah all my life, it, you've been doing contests. Oh, I can remember anyway. You've been doing the contests, and it was always either you know the local. I mean, you used to bake like fifty-seven things for the the fairs in the area. Yes, there's, yes. There's there's probably a hundred. There's probably several hundred ribbons in here from uh, from fairs over the years. But when did the competition thing start? You know, I think the very one of the very first things I did. I I can't remember if it was one of the. Um, the cook-offs for the crab cake in Delaware in in Lewis, the University of Delaware sponsors uh, a crab cake cook-off and that's one of the very first things I remember doing. Okay. And I think Andrew was a baby so it 
It was uh, uh, it was early quite a 90s. while ago. Yeah. yeah, it was the early nineties. Okay, and then the f- the first one I remember after that, or if it might may have been before that. No, it was after that because Andrew was in kindergarten. We um, the Acme had this like slip of paper that said, you know, I think it was an ad in the in the newspaper, and it was like in the little corner, and it was like meals and minutes to send a recipe and you had to make a meal in it was something ridiculous like 20 minutes okay and You've so i prepared for chopped right exactly, <laughs> exactly and i thought how do you make a meal in 20 minutes so i i um i made a shrimp dish because i thought shrimp is really fast and so i made shrimp and it was um i believe it had like a southwestern flavor so i dip the shrimp in um, cornmeal batter, the Jiffy cornmeal that comes in a box. I made the batter and did that. And I made, um, I used Acme brand uh, minute rice and I put black beans and salsa in it and some spices. So it was uh, shrimp in this rice. And it was, it did cook really fast because minute rice takes a few minutes. Right. um, and so we actually had to go cook. They, they. Uh, I think I got a letter or a phone call that said we'd like you to to come make your make your dish. And it said the grand prize was Beaches Negril, and I had no idea what Beaches Negril was. I really <laughs> did. I had no idea uh, what that was. And so uh, there were, I believe, there were three of us that went up there and cooked, and they had three prizes. And um, so we uh, went to this. Um, I, it was up. Uh, up the turnpike at a um, where they they used convention to convention center place. Yes, it was a convention center, so it was this big building, and I think it was a home show going on at the time. And um, it was, I remember. That. Do you remember yeah, that? I, I, until you said it, I didn't, but I do remember it being a home show. And you were said. little. I, I remember. I remember this event very okay. well. Okay, because my bro- I think even my brother came and my mom came up, and you know, so it made it like like a big deal. So um, I had to cook for you know in front of in front of people on like a little burner. And, it was like a prize fight. Yes, exactly, exactly. So uh, the and I met a woman there who. Um, who introduced me to the cooking contest newsletter. And okay. she's the one that told me all about the world of cooking contests, which I had no idea about. And uh, Shirley DeSantis. And um, so she, uh, she she's not doing as much of the cooking contest anymore, but she's the one who told me all about that. And that's how I kind of learned that there was a whole world out there. And and uh, back then it was snail mail newsletter. So yeah. I subscribed and, and I probably still have them in a drawer somewhere. <laughs> But um, so but I that, had no idea the Acme one was really the first. That was the second the big I guess. one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I I remember the the part of that most fun for us watching it is we watched it cook and then the three of you were up there and they announced you know third second first but they announced third place and then the the two of you you and the other woman were both kind of like ooh okay it's fifty fifty now yes. and when they said the other woman's name I remember it took you a second to realize what that meant and then you like. You know, that's exactly right it's like <laughs> it took me a few seconds to realize that oh my oh my gosh i won this oh my gosh and i like jumped in the air it was just it was a lot of fun yeah and we got an awesome vacation out oh of it was it was great yeah and it, it was a it was a trip for two and but it was beaches which is a family thing so of course we had to bring you guys yeah with yeah us. so yeah that was a that was that was a really a lot of fun and i remember thinking i wonder if you know, I wonder what their, the judges are going to think about it. And it was, uh, uh, there was a couple that had a local radio cooking show or food show of some sort. And they were the, the, uh, the ones that were judging it. And, okay. um, and dad said, 
Lynn, your dish came back and there wasn't a piece of anything left on it. <laughs> so he said, I, I think you did okay. So that was, yeah, I that had to be reassuring. That. But yeah. that was, that was kind of, that was very exciting. And it sure, certainly, you know, I, I, I was bitten by the bug after that. Yeah. Well, it's hard not to when you yeah. win. Uh, so was that the only other time you've done? No, I guess you've done other live demo ones too before, because the oysters was live. The cooking oysters and live, I think and mushrooms. The, the um the crab cake is is also oh, okay. Um, a live one. That's a smaller a smaller thing, but it's still a fun a fun event. Right, and we glossed over oysters, but it was the National Oyster Festival. So yes. you were the the best oyster cooking oyster best oyster cooker oyster chef in the world in what two thousand eight? It was no, it was the year that you started college. Two thousand nine, or no, I'm sorry, two thousand five. Two thousand five. Yeah, yes. that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it was in Maryland, and so um, I forget. And I don't. The, the funniest thing about that is that I don't uh, I don't eat oysters, <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote the recipe. And it was the the way I cooked the oysters. The recipe was totally different, but the way I cooked the oysters was also with the Jiffy cornbread. But I used bacon and some jalapeno, mm-hmm. and um, the, the, it had a different uh, whole f- flavor thing that was totally different. But I, um, I wrote the recipe and sent it in. I hadn't really cooked it yet. <laughs> <laughs> So when they called me, I was like, oh, no. So I went to work. <laughs> I guess we better figure it out. Yes, yes. But I won the um, the the grand prize. And the best part was I won the People's Choice, which was, it's really a big compliment. Yeah, absolutely. the people at the fair judge that and decide which one they like the best. So that you was give out cool. samples and stuff? Yes, exactly. Okay. So that was pretty neat. So within that, it was like 96-ish, the Acme thing, I think, is at least close enough yes. for for purposes here so when did you hear about the contest from this woman at what point does pillsbury enter the thing well when i i actually started i remember sending in a pillsbury um recipe and i remember i i called it was a it was a cake and i don't remember the specifics about the cake but it was called i called it harvest something cake okay and that was my first entry and it was a year we moved into this house which was 19 years ago okay so um uh, I don't. That's I forget what year that is, but um, that I guess like ninety five, five ninety five. So that that was my first entry to Pillsbury, and um, so that probably was about the same time as Acme then. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. So I thought, well, let me try this, and um, I, and back then you'd see the little hang tags at the grocery store. Um, so every year I would try again and come up with some things, and some things I I remember very well. Um, and I don't know why they don't pick them. I think the w- one year that I entered, I thought I had a, I thought I had it. I thought this is, I, I think they're going to take this. But I think what I did wrong, and there's a lot of things you can do wrong when you enter cooking contests. But I think what I did was that year they had um, hamburger helper as uh, one of the products that you could use. Okay. And I remember I made a breakfast casserole with it. And instead of um, hamburger, I used sausage because it was for breakfast. Makes but I sense. think the what I did wrong is I left the, one of the packets that come in the hamburger helper. I believe it was for cheese sauce or something. I left it out, uh, and I think that was that's key. I yeah, think you, you have to use the the complete product. Right, that makes sense. So um, every year I keep hoping they'll bring that back so I can try <laughs> the recipe again. <laughs> So it, it, I know it's shifted over the years and for a while it was every other year, but for most of the time that you've been doing it, let's call it 20 years, it's every year you yes. you come up with a recipe and you send it in. Yes. And uh, how long has the prize been a million bucks? 
I'm trying to remember what year. I want to say it's been at least 10 years that they've had a million dollar prize. Okay. But that was a huge jump. Yeah. When they, I think it went from, I don't even think it was a half a million. When I think it went from 100,000 and then they decided they were going to do a million dollar prize. Okay. And uh, and for a couple of years they did every other year, but for, for you're right for the most part it was it was every year. Okay, and so for for context for people who don't know that there's thousands of submissions for this thing and, and it, I mean it grows every year. This yes. year I think the number that we heard was sixty five thousand. That's correct. Okay, yes, sixty five thousand. So, yeah, which is astronomical. It is astronomical. And and I'm sure that it grows every year. So maybe it was you know twenty thousand or so when you started doing it, but even so, the the odds are really long and against you. Yeah. But Pillsbury became, above all else, the big cooking thing. And, and I always joke with this with people when I eat stuff that I have more of a picky palate for food in general because when I was growing up, it was like, all right, is this for a contest or is this just something new? Because <laughs> most people in their household, there's like, you know, maybe 15 dishes that you have for dinner that you kind of rotate through them. Yeah. yeah. And so when you get something that's not in the rotation, it's either, oh, is this new or is this an experiment? And if it's an experiment, yes. we all have to figure out how to fix it or make it better or provide input or, or what have you. So Pillsbury became the supreme one of those because this was the one you were always shooting for. Absolutely. So over the course of 20 years, you entered this every year, throwing in recipes and then and every year, the the list of ingredients changes. Oh, okay. Somewhat. So, um, like I said, the uh, one time um, for a couple years, they brought in old El Paso. So, so they had a huge um, influx of of Mexican flavored dishes. Sure. And um, and then the one year, it depends, I guess, on the sponsors and how things change, and um, and which I company guess who merges they... with which company, and yes, exactly, company merges with with other things. So so the uh, the products are different every time, right? Right. So you kind of have to peruse the list and see what you know strikes your fancy. And Pillsbury is more semi homemade than anything else. It's yes, that is correct. Packaged products and kind of adding some yes. flair to them, which I... is total opposite of most of the contests that I enter. It's usually you start from scratch and you come up with something right right and the other complication with this one is it's really rigid in the rules you kind of touched on this but it's really rigid in the rules for how you write the recipe correct is that still the case yes because i remember you we would you'd ask we'd all have to proofread it before you send it in yes because uh if you listed you know salt and then pepper and you use them pepper and then salt in the recipe they just toss you that's exactly right there's one um uh the build a better burger which is sponsored by sutter home the one and that is just the hardest thing. That's that's second to Pillsbury, I think, in uh, cracking that egg. Okay, which you yeah. also won this year, did which, you not? Uh, no, that I I won the um, Behringer. Behringer. Okay, yes, I knew yeah. it was wine. And it burgers. was a wine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that it was really funny because you guys would come home from school and I'd be at the stove. <laughs> And you would say, well, what's for dinner? And when I didn't quite know what to say, (laughs) you guys would say, is this for a contest? And you go, okay, fine. Which was great because you guys never complained about, you know, what I made. It was just uh, because you knew it would be good. It just would, you know, might be something different that we hadn't had before. Right, right. And it's probably helped both of us be more adventurous when it comes to restaurants. That's so helpful. I don't have picky eaters in the house. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It wasn't really an option. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So you got, you sent your recipe into this particular one, which was, what what was the final title you used? 
I use the the title of my dish was uh, chocolate hazelnut toffee bread pudding with candied bacon. Okay, and you sent that in. I want to say it was in the spring. Okay, the whatever the cutoff date was, it was, um, and I didn't. Sometimes when you're you're down to the wire sending your recipe in, but I was it was it was ahead of of whatever the deadline was, but it was the spring. Probably. Okay, and in years past, we always. Would kind of wait for end of summer, start of fall is when the when the list would come out, the yes. hundred finalists. Well, it used to get a phone call. Okay. So you'd wait for the phone to ring, and then there would be you would wait and wait, and then of course I had friends who would get the call, so I knew the calls were going out. And another year that I didn't get the call, and it's just so depressing. <laughs> you know, when you're, it really is. I have to, you know, I'm in a funk for a week until I get over it, and. Yeah, so uh so yeah, this time it was an email that they sent out. Okay. And you got the email I wanna say it was in May. Okay. Okay. Um, so beginning of summer then. I thought it was end of summer. Okay. So at that point you go into like full on prep oh mode. My how gosh. many how many times did you bake your bread pudding between getting that and the and the competition? Probably about fifteen, sixteen times. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was, it wasn't uh and I would make it for, you know, different people or um the, the I had to go on the uh the morning fox news in philly and i you had to make your dish and bring it and mm-hmm. um that sort of thing but uh and and you weren't allowed to tell anyone that you were a finalist until they said it was okay right so that was kind of that was really, a gag order yes, exactly, <laughs> yes exactly so i told dad right away of and, course um when i saw the email you are a potential finalist i thought i would die <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to ask. I was going to say, I bet you know exactly what the title of that email was. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Congratulations, you're a potential <laughs> So, so, then, yeah, so yeah. how, ex- walk through, you know, opening your email that day. Well, I saw that you could see what it was. Right. And, you know, I'm sitting on the couch opening my email. And, and I, I had a bit of a yin-yang year this year. I had, I was really sick. And um, I uh, was just not, I wasn't well. <laughs> and uh, I had... Uh, a colon resection in July and so all this was going on and I still couldn't tell anyone that I was in the bake-off so I had this good thing happening you know uh while uh, all this other stuff was going on and uh but I, I was sitting on the couch and I saw this email and I said congratulations and I was just like it's like shaking immediately and I open it up and I'm reading it and I call I jumped off the couch and I started screaming <laughs> and uh, I called dad and uh, I said oh my god I'm I, and I started I told him I, I, I'm going to Pillsbury I'm going to Pillsbury <laughs> And I started to cry, and I just—it was just uh, unbelievable. And I think I sent you a cryptic, uh, yes, e- email. We were uh, uh, talking online, and yeah, and, you, and, you, yeah. you said, I, and have... I said I have some really good news, but I can't tell you what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and eventually, I figured out what that meant. But you know, again, you can't be happy all you know yet because. They, I guess the way they write it is if you tell anybody, we'll take it away from you. Yeah, exactly. Yes, you. So you don't want to do anything to to get disqualified. Of course not. Yeah. Of course not. You've been working for twenty years right, together. Right. Right. So uh, the part of this that's you know really cool is it's a live cooking demonstration. No, not demonstration, I guess, but a competition, and right. it's a hundred people in a, in a people. little uh, convention center that yes. they rig up. So um, and it was in Nashville this year. So they they send you to Nashville. 
and put you up in this beautiful hotel and mm-hmm. um they and you don't bring anything they supply everything all the ingredients and uh, everything and the bakeware and all that stuff too. everything every you you don't bring anything onto the bake off so you're, you're not allowed you're no, not allowed you, to someone asked me that tamper you with can't bring it. like a lucky spoon now no, no okay can't. okay so yeah, I, guess I had that a tissue sense. in my the pocket of my apron because i knew i was going to cry <laughs> <laughs> in my official uh, bake-off apron <laughs> I guess that makes sense, though. It's even playing field. Everybody has the same spatula exactly. and knives and whatever you can't say. You know. It's pretty cool. Like, they, um, it, It's very involved. I had to fill out like a... Uh, it, I'll bet it was a 20-page questionnaire uh, before they qualified you and asked you all kinds of questions. And um, it was... I actually had to stop and start the next day because it was just... I was like What so kind of questions nervous. do they ask? You know what they ask about where you live? What kind of... Uh, um, what kind of town is it? Is it a city? I, a very... Um, involved questions and I was just kind of the whole time I'm wondering why in the world are they asking these questions and how does that qualify you or not qualify you but um, you know they ask about your family what what makes your house unique what makes your kitchen unique Mm -hmm. very uh, you know things like that and uh, I'm sure that's to build the profile for when they you know if you're when they write your little blurb blurb, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you only get a short time to a short window to let people know about the contestant so exactly factors in so and and then they I think they send things to um what well you know about that it's uh like a fact checker uh no where they uh pups publicize they send out what, oh, a press release a press release yeah. yes so i think uh what they do is send to this area they would send all the women in pennsylvania i think pennsylvania had the second largest number of contestants okay um and the f- number one was california so um, yeah, that was pretty. But it was interesting. I don't think Delaware or New Jersey had any contestants this time. I don't know hmm. why or how that works. Yeah. But yeah. So talk about actually, we should talk about first since the media blitz and all the stuff that came with it. You got uh, a TV appearance, a bunch of articles, and the other thing I thought was really cool is the local restaurant here. Yes. Yes. Um, that was uh, yeah. It was it was a lot of fun, and uh, I was. Um, it turned out that two local newspapers one philly paper and one the daily local the downingtown paper um i was on in that the same day it was there you know the thursday issue with the food article and i remember you said mom that's very unusual to be on the front page because i had a little picture on the front page of both papers a tease for those in yes. the business but the little blurb up top that says yeah you know, on the little thing but you had a photo tease not just a text right tease. Yeah, right it was, it was really and a little color picture yeah. it, was, it was pretty wild and i was buying the newspapers i had a stack of newspapers <laughs> at the wawa and the kid goes do you have enough newspapers I, so i pointed i said that's me right there <laughs> and he goes oh wow <laughs> so that was kind of cool but the restaurant up right up the street here your grandmother and the guy who happens to own the restaurant um his mother are friends and they were in uh she was the the restaurant owner's mother was in nan's wedding oh okay and uh, so she told her because Nan loves to brag about her her family. Sure. And, and she told her about um, about me being in the Bake Off. And so uh, he he sent me an email, and I was like shocked. He said, "We we'd like to feature your your dish at our restaurant, if that's okay." And uh, so I said, "Let me check with uh, Pillsbury because I'm not about to do anything <laughs> to disqualify <laughs> me after this time." So um, they said, sure, as long as you're not getting any sort of uh, financial benefit from it. And I said, oh, no. And and uh, so he, he gave the go ahead and I got to go to the restaurant and 
go into the kitchen and show the chef how to how to make it and that was really really cool yeah yeah so and they had the, a little card on the table I had a little card on the table and so he gave me one to bring home and uh, a lot of my friends went and posted about it on facebook <laughs> and so it was it was a lot of fun yeah 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 and he's a really nice guy too so that made it even nicer yeah nice to make a, a friend yeah. that way so talk about you know that stuff's all done you've done all the prep and the blitz and you've made the dish a zillion times and yes heading to nashville so um so uh you you uh called had to call the pillsbury or the general mills travel place and <laughs> you know they made your travel arrangements and and uh your older brother and his girlfriend emily went so um i had to put them on my list as official people who were coming <laughs> um as, and because he had to pay a fee to be a uh, spectator right. as well so dad did that and um so yeah it was uh and they uh, gave them a nice discount rate at the hotel and um so it it uh finally got here that it was time to go to nashville and we flew to nashville and first first week <laughs> in november i believe yes okay yes it was uh um i'm trying i guess it was the first through the third or something like that mm-hmm. and uh the actual uh Bake Off was on the 3rd. So the big thing with the Bake Off is called the Grand March into the... I'm going to choke up just (laughs) (laughs) when I hear Grand March. Um, But you uh, line up outside according to your uh, stove. So it was was really funny. Um, Everyone started to line up and I gig hadn't come down. So I ran out to the lobby to say hi to them. And we got... Emily took a picture of the... dad and and uh me and gig it was a really nice picture and i gave him a hug and ran back into the (laughs) into the but it was the 47th bake-off and i had the 47th stove okay yeah um it didn't bring any luck but it was it was a a fun thing but it was really funny because we were um i had to like scoop scoot up in line you were and i'd say i'm number 47 they go go ahead up i'm number 47 go ahead up and <laughs> you had to find your spots because you marched around and the pills barry doughboy came and carla hall from the chew and um you clapped and there was a country music little uh trio playing the banjo and the the fiddle and everything and then you marched through clapping and walking through and it was just <laughs> an incredible moment <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I don't want to shook up on the radio, but um, but it was it was amazing. We can take the, a break if you do. You don't know, worry about but it. But it was um, the thing that that is so amazing to me about the Bake Off is that I, for, from somebody that collects cookbooks and my grandmother baked and and was a was a terrific cook, and I have all her little pamphlets. That, you know, there's little black and white spry cookbooks and even some from back during the war that it's pretty pretty cool but i have a lot of the the old pillsbury ones too and these black and white photos with art link letter and these women and and back then they didn't even have their name it was like mrs robert such and such right right mrs johnson i thought these poor women are like this is like a huge deal they don't even we don't even know their first name it's it's sad sad. it is it is but it's it's just such a historical event for me personally it's to be a part of that that group so i told my my fr- my friend well i'll get to that later but um so we we march in and they say start your ovens and um and and you're off so you just uh and you've already gone through a list um and approved a list of all your uh, utensils and knives and spoons and spatulas and everything that you need they've already um 
picked picked everything for you and um, you take a moment make sure everything's there and uh, they and your ingredients and they give you enough ingredients to make your dish up to three times okay um, and some people could make it three times I um, mine took too long so I got it done twice okay and uh, how long is the time frame it's three and a half hours okay. to do it up to to make it up to three times and they give you enough ingredients to do that um, so my first dish came out just perfectly and I thought this is great I'll just send it to the judges so I did and then you can breathe a little bit yeah. because it's it's done yeah and then people have a, an idea of timing as well they should I be the first one in and should I be the last one in and um, and I really don't know that is has an effect on the the judges and there um, I believe there were 12 judges and there are four categories so there were three judges for each category it was uh, uh, appetizers I was simply sweets and there's breakfast and entrees or okay. a brunch and entrees. Okay. And so it's kind of nice. There's only three judges per category. So you're not tasting all these wild things. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. You'd be messed up if you're yeah, how could you, you know, Yeah. You get an category. entree and a dessert. Right. Yeah. So uh, three judges for each category. <clears throat> and so uh, it was, it, I thought the noise level would be a lot higher than it was. And I thought the um, the the smell. I, I was trying to imagine what it would be like to be in this room, um, this big ballroom with a hundred stoves and a uh, hundred countertops and all these different dishes cooking. But it really wasn't even anything that I can say was unpleasant or or anything like that. It just kind of. Um, and then there were there were uh, all kinds of people around you. There were. Uh, newspaper reporters and Pillsbury people and people taking photographs and they'd stop and they they we had a a review the night before and they said you know if it's a bad time for you if you're in the middle of something and it's a crucial time don't be afraid to say uh, can you come back because I'm I've got this going on right now um, but it never was was too bad there was a, a reporter uh, from the um, the philly.com who stopped by and he um, he actually was a, a judge previously he was a guy who interviewed me and so he stopped by and was interested in my dish and I believe he was the one doing a live chat the day of I was reading through oh. there was he did a I don't know if it's archived but really time, yeah he did a people were asking him questions and he was answering them and oh, wow. uh, they had a photographer too there's a couple of photos of you that I sent you that that the photographer yes. took were taken around but I, it's it's interesting I wonder if um, you saying it, it, it wasn't very loud and it didn't have you know the smell wasn't overbearing I wonder if that's sort of like with sports where you kind of get in the zone and you focus and yes. everything else kind of fades away the, and that's how I felt I, I really people ask me were you nervous were you nervous and I really was never never nervous I just kind of um I don't know what it was it was like a transcendent kind of thing I was just I was just okay and I just I well at, at when you're at that point you can't change anything your uh, original recipe that you submitted is taped to your your stove and you have to make it exactly like you submitted it and um so there there really isn't anything new to do and you've practiced it enough I could do it with my eyes closed and um so the only the only kind of thing that was uh questionable was it was a new stove that you hadn't used before right. so but that was fine it worked out great I've heard some horror stories where the stove turns off or you hit the wrong button and but I I had none of that and it was uh yeah it was great I just got to work and then started putting the recipe together I'd be interested to see how they managed I guess their electric ovens 
Yes. 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 I guess it's just you have to have power for them. But bringing all that up without blowing fuses has got to be yes. a pretty fascinating electrician's job. Well, I just heard the hotel was was fairly new. It was the it's the uh, it's an Omni hotel, and uh, it was pretty fabulous. The the stores and all the things down on the first floor. It was it was they had all these uh, costumes uh, that were from famous uh, country singers. Oh, okay. And it was really amazing. And um, when when they were building the hotel, Pillsbury approached them and asked them if they uh, would be able to accommodate them. And they actually upgraded the electrical system to do that. So uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, that was pretty neat. I, I guess Pillsbury has the power to do that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's bringing a lot of people into the hotel. And exactly. That, so. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, running a hundred ovens has to be a pretty substantial amount of electricity. Yes. And it was the day before the day that we left. I believe we left on the fourth, and the fifth was the country. It was one of the country music award uh, shows. Yes, one of the one of the shows. Um, and I never got to see any um, country music stars, but I think there was a they were they were having concerts down the next block, and uh, we were in bed that night. And somebody said, "Oh, they're playing down there," but I was too tired and nervous <laughs> to uh, go down and check things out. But. So you cook on the on the on the one day, and then the following day is when all the awards and stuff happen. Yes, that's correct. They um, you you uh, had a um, you finished finished up around noon and then you were good the rest of the day and they had dinner that evening and uh, after the dinner um, you went to this uh, auditorium and they um, had they have um, the four category winners but in addition to that there were some um, each of the sponsors would have a winner Jif had a winner had a special award mm-hmm. I think I think it might have been like $500 or $1,000 I forget what it was um, and then you got a golden doughboy they started doing that like a little statue <laughs> which <laughs> like an Oscar of right, cooking. Right, right. Um, and so uh, they announced those winners, and then they had the four category winners. And this year was different because normally they you list the four category winners, and then they say, and the grand prize winner is. Um, and this time there was a voting component on Facebook, which uh, no one was happy about. Um, but And I wonder if that achieved whatever Pillsbury wanted to achieve uh, in doing that. But, um, you know, everyone was kind of bending over backwards trying to figure out how to get, you know, votes. Right. Um, my, my friend Beth um, made the peanutty pie crust clusters. <clears throat> and uh, she, she made little cellophane packs with the, her name and everything on it. And I probably said vote, go to Facebook. <laughs> vote, you know? um, so everyone had, like, really had to work hard to, yeah. to get the votes. And there was a component that no one knew um, that – uh, each of the four category winners had a um, someone got forty four percent of the vote, someone thirty three, twenty two, and eleven percent of the judges' votes. So you were ahead of the game, but no one knew who that was. Which was okay, right? On December four, December third, I guess I, I think it was the third. They announced the winner on the chew. Okay. So the first, the second, and the third, um, they did things on the chew. The first one, they showed the Bake Off. Um, the whole how the whole process worked and i got on the i got a little clip on there um carla came and interviewed me for quite a while when i was baking i was um i probably had already submitted my one dish or or had was getting ready to and she was very interested in my candied bacon (laughs) and uh she had me hold it up and show it you know my pan of bacon and um it's pretty good just by itself yes (laughs) they do it on that uh that silly show all the time the um Epic meal time. They do candied bacon. Oh, do they? Okay. But it's funny. I interviewed Carla when I was in college, and now she interviewed you. 
That's right. Oh my gosh. Weird how I that's wish I had was. said that to her. When <laughs> I, oh my gosh. I'm sure she doesn't remember. Yeah, me, I'm sure she doesn't. But, but uh, you didn't have to deal right. with a handler in between yours, which was probably better for her. Yes, Andrew and I just wanted her to win when she was on Top Chef. <laughs> well, I interviewed her as part of like the Bravo Hoopla, and there was a oh. there was a girl from Baltimore on that season as well, a girl from, and Carla from DC. So I interviewed both of them. Okay, and they kept cutting in and being like, "You can't ask that question. <gasps> you can't ask that question." What? Oh, because of the Bravo. I, like, I, but, Stuff. But but one of like I one of the questions that I remember them asking was like hey uh, what, did you memorize any recipes did you try to think like oh here's something that I can put a bunch of different proteins in right. or whatever uh, you can't answer that question really why uh, she might talk about an ingredient on the show so she says pork it's 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 something <laughs> that they're not like oh god there's a pork episode like, anyway but yeah I thought that was pretty I, that's oh there my was gosh. a picture of you on the Philly being interviewed by Carla Hall and I had that funny I was like oh how strange life is isn't that, that amazing yeah that is that's, you but you got know. a long segment on the TV show you were on the for probably three four minutes yes yes it was uh it was it maybe not quite that long but she I guess when she was interviewing me on the floor. Um, I think they thought that I, I had something pretty good. And uh, when they were, I, I didn't know it, but uh, Vin, your dad and Gig and Emily were watching and they said, she interviewed longer, you longer than anybody else. And I was <laughs> like, really? Because I hadn't, you, you don't know because you're in, you know, it, it's such a world there. So I had no idea. So it's nice that somebody else is watching and tell me what's going on. And it probably also helped that you had submitted. So you were a little bit looser. So you were having, right. having in the clips with her. You're having a good time. You're laughing together. And I, was, I was okay. I yeah, was comfortable at that point. Right, but you're kind of vibing a little bit, so I'm right. sure that helped. That instead of someone being like all nervous, oh my and gosh, like, yes. like, you were like, yeah, yeah, let's have a good time. <laughs> yes, my friend Brett was. Uh, it was hilarious at, at the. He was at the last Bake Off, and uh, uh, the the crazy girl that's married to George Stephanopoulos. Um, she's a comedian. Um, her name escapes me at the moment, um, and she's crazy. And uh, I think she was. Uh, Oprah was doing the the uh, announcements that year, okay. and so she was on the floor interviewing people. And Brett was like down to the wire, and she came up to him and knew he was down to the wire, and he <laughs> he just wanted to kill her. Like, and he's just like, "Can you just go away?" And and uh, I, I, I really am on a time time thing right now. He was like, "Oh my gosh, please, please go away!" I, and she and she turned around and made a face. Ooh, I guess you know. So thank heavens I didn't have to deal with anything like that. That was right. uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got Skyped in during the award ceremony, and I can't imagine it from your perspective of, you know, something's actually on the line for you. Not that I wasn't pulling for you, but sure. between every award, there was a musical number. Oh, I know. <laughs> and so, Gig, my brother, was Skyping me in, and so whenever Carlos was talking, I was watching it on my phone or on my oh, laptop. Great. So, you know, he's like, all right. And he would go, all right, they're playing music again. And he'd turn it off, and he'd call me back. So we, we had, like, you know, I'd have, like, four or five minutes of a call. Oh, that's great. But none of us knew what the order of the awards were, so we're sitting there and sitting there and sitting there, and, and it, I can't imagine the feeling in that room. I got some of it, you know, via the magic of digital, but... It, I can't even fathom the tension in there as they're like, okay, and that concludes the category awards like the ones you'd mentioned, the GIF yes. and what have you. And now we're going to play another song. And then stop it. The band was really good, but by then you had enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
so uh, yeah I, that's all i could think of while i was watching that is there's, there's four ladies and, and gentlemen in there that are that are just on pins and needles waiting yes. for this to happen but i think we did the math and uh, maybe i'll do it here again it's Sixty-five thousand people and a hundred get to be in the in the room to make their recipe is is pretty unfathomable it's pretty crazy you have to defy just such ridiculously long odds to even get there and then you know the four so the fact that it took me 20 years isn't so (laughs) isn't such a a feat when you when you consider the 60 and the the really funny part was that there there were a lot of people uh, really young people working working for pillsbury and uh we got they would talk with us at the dinner and things like that and i'm telling you there was I, I rarely saw anyone under 30. So the fact that someone happened to ask a, someone, so how many how many recipes did you get? And I'm sure it was a very innocent question. Sure. And they said, and the Disney, or at Disney, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pillsbury's pat answer has always been tens of thousands. Yeah. When, if you look up how many recipes, that's the answer you, you will get mm-hmm. is tens of thousands. And someone just happened to ask someone, and they knew, and they said, "Oh, it was like sixty to sixty-five thousand recipes." Yeah, that's if I'm doing the math right. That's point one five percent. That's insane. It's just, it's just, and a lot of my friends enter multiple multiple recipes like some may enter 30 recipes and they may be variations on the ones that they send you mm-hmm. know uh using a different ingredient and a liver, different flavor combination but um it so that happens all the time sure. that people send a lot of different recipes you've in. never really done that though i i haven't i've sent um a handful sometimes but uh this time i i just sent one one recipe in <laughs> It only takes so one. That's, I know it only takes one. That's yeah. why I like to say it only takes one. So, right. um, but I was I was happy with it, and I a lot of people send in multiple recipes, and I and I made it a, a point to ask them, um, even the the girls that I was on the Philly uh, TV show with. I said, "How many recipes did you send in?" And they would say, "You know, however many it was." And I'd say, "Well, where does this fall?" The one that they chose, where does this fall in what you thought you sent in? And they said, I'd have never picked this. So I didn't want a recipe that, that was just mediocre. Sure. And and I and dad keep dad always says, Yeah, I don't you, you know, that's silly. It just send send them in. You just want to go. You just want to go. Right. But I'd like to win too. So <laughs> you know, it's yeah, I it was nice to go. It yeah. was really nice to go, but it's even better to win. You know? <laughs> I, I know two girls now that have are millionaires. And, right. uh so yeah, so my friend Beth was a, was a finalist in my category, and she's a, a really sweet girl. And uh, so she ended up winning the million dollar prize, and uh, it showed her husband in the audience. It was really cute. He shot both arms up like she made a touchdown. <laughs> it was it was really cool. But um, but yeah, she um, she's just a, a really really nice girl, and it's it's a very simple recipe that she made. But she, I think what what the key was that she took pie crust that doesn't look like pie crust anymore and right. it's it i think that was that was the key that she took a product and used it in a way that was just absolutely out of the box transforming the ingredient as exactly they say, unchopped exactly right right, right. Well, one of the good things that um as you know i um i you when you were i can't I, I don't know if i joined facebook back when you were you might have been a senior in college and you were so appalled that i was joining <laughs> facebook but the only reason i joined facebook is because my cooking friends i've I belonged to this website, mm-hmm. and we only knew names. We didn't know what the person looked like, and you really didn't know anything. And then one by one, they started joining Facebook, and you got to see their face, and and you know, put a name with a face, right. which is a wonderful thing. And um, the other thing is that you 
got to learn more about them as a person. So I've got these friends on Facebook that dad makes fun of me. Like, is this a real friend or is it? And I'm like, yeah. no, it's a real friend. But he saw when we went, to, he said, oh no, I'm going to be like going to, it's going to be like going to a reunion. It is. And yes. I'm not, and I, and he was right. He was right. But I, I would That was the in, first time you got to meet a lot of yes, these people, right? Yes, it, yeah. it was incredible. And some of these people I know more than others, like, like Beth, the girl who won Beth Royals. And uh, Laurie Lovkin, and uh, she's from Massachusetts, and um, I've sent her daughter, like, pillowcases, because she likes to cook, and I'd send her, like, cupcake pillowcases that I made. And But I think Dad had no idea of the depth that we knew each other, because we would, you know, sit there and talk, and I think he was stunned that uh, all that we knew about each other, sure. like the spouses, and, you know, we'd, we'd say hi to the, their husband, and we knew their name, and so it was, um, that was really um, a huge bonus to uh, to meet all these people that, that I hadn't met in person before, so that was, that was really a, a, a huge deal right yeah right. it was it was wonderful i remember what i was going to ask you are most of the winners desserts because i feel like they would be you know i think a lot of them are i'm trying to think um i think the ones that um off the top of my head in the past few years have all been desserts i would yeah. think in an era where you're having facebook voting that people tend to want dessert right exactly like the my friend in devon uh, she made the, um, the it was called pumpkin ravioli mm-hmm. with salted caramel drizzle and it was um, I think it was the like three uh, bake offs ago yeah. and um, that was a dessert it wasn't really a ravioli it was more like a turn it looked like a turnover but it kind of looked like a big ravioli but it was a cute name um, and that was a dessert and the the woman who won the previous one was also a dessert and uh, it was some some kind of cookie cup. So or those bonbons? I mean, that's probably oh, fifteen yes. years ago. But you know that that, that was ninety four. Yeah. Okay. That was well, a long time ago. Right. Yeah. But I know Andrew. That's one of yeah. his favorite things. Yeah. Is those like Hershey Kiss bonbon things. Right. And that's a dessert. It just it seems like people would be. Uh, yeah, I think that it is predominantly the the winners are desserts. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad we finally got to talk about it, and thanks yes. for helping me fill some content. Yes. Thank and, you so much. It's <laughs> nice to document the adventure. Yes. Yeah. And now it'll be uh, out there for all to hear. Andrew always says, ends the show by saying, "Don't you forget about me." So why don't you do that? Don't you forget about me. All right. We'll see you, folks. Thanks.